Welcome to another episode of the Forgotten Nothing Podcast. Joe's Joseph here with today with Zach. How's it going today? Today's awesome. How about you? Going all right. Can't complain. Another Monday, uh, four o'clock for me over here. Um, just wanted to um, just wanted to talk about the uh, couple things today. We got the NFC West to talk about. We're going to do an NFC West preview, um, and then we got some breaking news. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, the Colts have given Jonathan Taylor permission to seek trades. I guess we can talk about that because it's, it's top of the top of the uh, top of the stick. I guess. And then we can go into, if we have time for basketball, we got some basketball talk with Steph Curry saying he's the GOAT, um, him verbally saying that himself. So let's get into the Jonathan really? Taylor situation. Yeah, I mean, that I, one. let's talk about it. Give a rinse podcast and said it. Um, let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the, um, the uh, Where begin? Taylor situation. So with Jonathan Taylor, he pretty much spoke out and he said that, hey, um, he wants to get traded. Um, Colts were like, no, we're not trading you. And now they're giving him permission to seek trades 17 days away from uh, the start of the NFL season. Where are your thoughts at with this one? Um, the Colts are looking for apparently uh, a first round pick. Uh, a uh, Colts columnist came out and said uh, he will be right or whatever. Um, what do you think? Yeah, man. I'm first of all, I'm super excited about this news. Okay, yes, I own Jonathan Taylor in Dynasty. In Dynasty, that's how I own him. Nothing like you know anything bad. So anyway, so I'm looking forward to this trade demand. I know we've been anticipating it for several. Uh, feels like weeks now, right? Mm. Um, there, but we got to kind of limit ourselves here because the teams that he's going, the whoever he ends up on, is going to have to give him a new contract, right? That's the whole dispute with him. Um. So there's going to be that little promise of a new contract. Um, but uh, do you see the list of teams that you're like wanting him to go to or anything? Or I mean, where you sit at with uh, it? I don't necessarily think that they have to give him a new contract. Um, I don't think that. I mean, I, but that's I, why I really, he wants to leave. Yeah, but I, I think he just wants to. I, I don't think maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking, you know, thinking too far into this, but. Uh, I would assume that a team is not just going to give him a new contract when they trade for him. I'm assuming that they will probably be conversation contract thoughts start talking, right? But it's, I mean, we're we're in September. I mean, I mean, what does this guy think? A team is just going to stop doing what they're trying to do and then give this guy a new contract, like restructure a whole brand new contract? Like this is not the off season anymore. I mean, he should have done this. There's probably going to be a promise, right? You yeah, think, I, yeah. A promise but, or... but you're not going mean, to sign agents, a contract. Yeah. But these agents assume. are probably – got to assume – I mean, we're, we're – I mean, offer, there are teams that the agents have talked to, yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Right? There's teams that – his agents already have a few feelers, and they already have potential – I'm sure they already have. I but mean, he the A.J. A- Brown deal. Remember the A.J. Brown deal? On, it was – um, That it was, was draft done, night, like, hey, On draft night, yeah, but it it came about, like, I pick what, like, 15 or something? It was, like, halfway mm-hmm. to the draft, and yeah. they were picking at, like, 20-something, and they ended up putting the contract together, putting the trade deal together – all quickly because it said, "Hey, AJ Brown, it's we need this pick to pick our next receiver." So it like there was a lot of stuff that can come together because these teams, like with like I don't know who his agent is, but if it's a power agent, you know he's already aware of where what teams he can go to, what teams he can't go to, what the contract will look like if he's going to resign this year or next year. You know, there uh, that's all going to be worked out. I think. Yeah, I think the teams that he's looking at, the teams that I, well, I saw Dan or uh, Orvalski. Orlowski, even though I, I don't think he really knows too much, but I think um, he he said that the Dolphins, the Baltimore Ravens, and then the, another team—I forget the other team's name—I can't see it. 
would be well, I mean, some good front runners for him. But uh, I mean, I do recall listening to this. Go ahead. I was, yeah, they have Dobbins. You're right there. I know when they were talking about teams. Um, who was the last running back that signed? Dalvin Cook. Apparently, Dalvin Cook was being looked at by not only the Jets but also the Dolphins and the team that I was surprised about. Um, but the Broncos. Broncos. So you're yeah. here. The Broncos, right? Yeah. So. I'm like, does Sean Payton, you know, Sean Payton, he wants to, we talked about it prior, right? Hey, he wants to run the ball, strong offensive line, good defense, and win some games. Um, they got, Javante, that they got Javante Williams, though. I mean, he's coming yeah. off injury, though. But he, so, like, I don't know if you've seen him. He's fairly, he, he's supposed to look explosive. He looked, he looked really good uh, against, the, against the Niners the other night. Yeah, so I, I, right? So, I mean, I, I hear you there, but remember the remember the Saints, I don't know, um, a few years ago, but when they were doing their thing, uh, and even before, they've always had dual backs when Sean Payton was there. You know, what was oh, it? Yeah. Like, Reggie Bush Ingram, and Deuce McAllister, yeah. Mark Ingram and Kamara. Like, they've always had that two-headed, both of them who are fantasy starters and who did pretty good. Uh, they both got, like, touches, um, pass game. One was involved, one wasn't really. Um, so, I mean, they, they use multiple backs. I, I think uh, Taylor and Williams is probably, like, too much for me. I, I think – when you saw uh, Williams last year, it seemed like he was wanting to be on the field all three downs, right? Like, they kind of pulled him off for Gordon, and you saw their offense kind of drop there. So, yeah, I, I can see one of those teams. But I, I'm hoping – I know everyone's going to be like, this guy's a homer. But I'm hoping the Chiefs give him a look. The Chiefs should have drafted him in the first round. They drafted Edwards Hilaire. They should have done it. Go ahead and make that make that wrong right. Cut Hilaire. Trade for Taylor. We don't need picks anyway. Yeah, I, I'm just – I'm just thinking. The only team I think that would be good is the the team that you're talking about. Um, and another, sorry, who else? Who else? The, the Chiefs. That's the only team I could think the like, Chiefs? that would be even okay. You know what? Um, but yeah, how would you feel about the Rams? Even them, I don't know if they're willing to trade a first round pick for him. You know, f them picks. Yeah, but like they, this would be the ultimate. They're F-ness. getting out of. They're finally getting out of that that hole they they yeah. put themselves into. To, yeah, right. So I don't think they're gonna just say like you know <laughs> FR picks again. You know, for a, for a running back that let's be honest, that may not even be 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 good. I mean, he's only twenty four, right? Yeah, but twenty four and running back age is like twenty eight. <laughs> I mean, I mean it depends, honest. right? Because we saw Chris McCaffrey. Who we all thought that, right? We thought, hey, McCaffrey's well, I, okay. on the way down. Yeah, yeah let's just trade it and like look at that guy. But 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 even McCaffrey, the Niners didn't twenty eight didn't trade a first round pick for him. I think it was a second, no, they didn't. No, they I think didn't. it was a second or maybe a second. But he's a twenty. But he's twenty seven when he got traded, right? I mean, but you could say that McCaffrey's more valuable than Jonathan Taylor. Definitely a hundred, a hundred out of a hundred times, and they're actually. I think anybody is taking McCaffrey for over. I just think this is like that same thing that the Ravens did to Lamar Jackson when the when the Ravens told Lamar Jackson to go out Mm. there and and find out where he looked for, and then they're going to be like, "You see, we told you." And I could see that. Put your helmet on and and go play. Take our twelve million and exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what I mean. It's Jim Irsay. I mean, this guy is not a nice guy. You know, (laughs) by any means, he's all business. All right, let's go to the NFC West preview. I think we've talked enough about the JT news. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that, obviously, with our thoughts. But uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, he's going to stay. In- oh, I mean, I don't know. I guess last thoughts, but I think he's going to stay in Indianapolis. Um, yeah, and but- I can see that too. All right, cool, perfect. Okay, let's let's start with the Cardinals. Uh, so Cardinals, uh, obviously, uh, we got some. Well, the NFC West: Cardinals, the Niners, the Seattle Seahawks, and then the um, Rams. Rams. Uh, Los Angeles Rams. I almost said St. Louis Rams. 
Um, but last we we've done our AFC. Now we got our uh, NFCs coming up. So we got sixteen more teams left to do. Four more divisions, and we're gonna start today with the NFC West, starting with the Cardinals. Um, uh, obviously Kyler Murray's out until October at the at the earliest. Um, but um, that could be a setback with just them just being old, like just winless pretty much at that point. Um, what do you see this team landing? What would you say a a, a median you know, win range would be for them. If that even is a range at all. Well, I've been criticized for giving teams zero wins. So we'll say one, two wins. For this one, I I, I would agree with a zero win. I'm um, just, just looking at the <laughs> schedule. I don't see a team that they can be. I think they put the Texans, I want to say. I think I've seen. Um, but even that team, I don't think that they're a better team. Uh, I mean, this, this just team is just bad. I mean, they have bad contracts. They have um, I mean, Kyler Murray getting paid. They have what's that other guy's Hollywood Brown getting paid, and he they don't produce on offense. I mean, their best player on offense could be debatably, you know, debatable. But it, it I would say it possibly could be James Conner, and that's not good. <laughs> I don't think that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but I think, think I think they're on um, all it's like they're auditioning for the real Cardinals team. But I, for me. Yeah, I think this is a year of finding out who can buy into the coach's system with new head coach, yeah, that new culture, who's going to be not only good enough, but uh, like a dependable enough teammate, uh, you know, person in the locker room and the community and stuff. I think that's what this team's all about for this year. Cause I, I don't they're not gonna be competing for the division. Their guy's no name way. is Shane Steichen, right? Or or wait, what's their guy's name? What's their guy's uh what's his what's the his Cardinals name? coach is what's him call it? Uh, not Shane Stockton. That's the the Colts coach. No, that's the Colts. Gannon. Oh, what's his name? Gannon. Shane. No related. Shane yeah, Gannon. no relation to my guy. Um, I, I just I don't know. Have you did you see like the first time that he interacted with the team? He was like making these weird noises and crap. I don't know if you've seen the video, but like there's like a video of him like first time meeting the team. He's like, yeah, come on, put a picker, all this stuff. You know, it's just he just I may have, but you understand. Like for me, I am like a um bandwagon fan and when you're a bandwagon fan you only pay attention to the good teams so on this one i not no clue yeah. no clue all right let's go into one of the bandwagon teams uh which is the san francisco 49ers that's one of them i'm a bandwagon fan of the niners what, is it, what do they say out there 49 faithful 49 faithful i am on that band i'm on that board i've been a fan since i went <laughs> to lambeau field and i thought that i i've met a lot of niner fans who haven't even gone to a niner game and I went to Lambeau wow. Field in below 10-degree weather to root on these guys. So that made me a Hall of Famer fan, I feel like. But um, we got – I mean, this is a good team, man. I, I think this team's going to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's, just not, not, that's just not me speaking as a fan, but me speaking as a uh, football you know, fanatic. Um, I think this team has probably one of the best defenses uh, we've seen in a while. I mean, we their defense was, was a top-five defense last year in and, and, and a get Javon Hargraves, which is one of the best pass interior pass rushers in the game. He's a run stopper. Uh, Nick Bosa's contract's looking good. Um, quarterback situation's looking good. Brock Purdy looking back, looking like I was worried about Brock Purdy. I'm not gonna lie, but he's looking like he's a baller after that. Uh, after that, that 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 series or two he had in the game against the Broncos. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on this team? How far do you think this team can go? Before before yeah. I I talk about this. I want to hear because what I didn't mention was 
they're they're having a new defensive coordinator coming in. Like, how's that going to change the team? Are you trying to bring up what we had our conversation last week? I don't think it's gonna. I, 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 I don't think exactly like we said before. It's plug and play with that system. I mean, with the guys plug and play. Like, Demarco like, Murray doesn't matter. Say it with me, Robert Solid doesn't matter. Uh, I, okay, okay. Their defense gonna be top five a, next year. There's, no there's, 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 there's a difference between being a head coach and then being a defensive coordinator. Sure, hundred percent agree. Okay, but go ahead. What are your thoughts on the Niners team? Yeah, I definitely think they're one of the few teams in the NFC that I can see making the Super Bowl um, in that division. I think there's only one, uh, possibly two um, teams to compete with them. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for this team. I think that they really think if Purdy played last year, they win that game and go to the Super Bowl. Um, And I think they're going to try to prove that this year. So I think they they're going to try to win every game um, and go for like try to run the table type deal. And honestly, I think that they I'm not saying they're going to. That's not what I'm saying. But like 12, 13 wins, definitely definitely realistic. Yeah, I think this team has the ability to win like 14, 15 games this season. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I think this team is just really. I mean, this is I think McCaffrey's second season uh, into the Shanahan system. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't get hurt too Full much off last season. year. Full off season, uh, Debo looks a lot slimmer. He, I think he gained, I think he lost like 10, 15 pounds. He's 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 kind of slimmed he's, down. He's out to prove it. Um, he apologized man. to uh, to Shanahan. Yeah, he said, "I'm sorry, uh, I he put came on bad camp. film last year. I'm yeah. I'm ready to go this year." Yeah, I mean, I'm like, Brandon, holy smokes, Brandon, Brandon Ayuk looking good. He's he's dominating one on one matchups, and I, I keep I, hearing. I just want to say, do not sleep on my man. All right, do not sleep on this team. Don't sleep on Trey Lance possibly coming in if Brock Purdy gets hurt. Um, but I mean, I'm just I'm just joking now. But I think that Brock Purdy is gonna be a good player. I think I don't know. I don't I don't know what his ceiling is. That's one thing that scares me about him because I don't know if we saw his ceiling last year. Um, but you know, even if he plays fifty percent of what he did last year, I think it'll be fine. Uh let's go to the St. Louis. I'm sorry. Let's go to the wow. Los Angeles Where are you Rams. Nineteen ninety nine. Los Angeles Rams. I don't know why I keep on saying St. Louis. Los Angeles Rams. Where <laughs> we got, you know, uh, I think this team could go e- either or. I mean, we could see a really good team, or we could see a really bad team. Um, bottom ten offense last year. Um, this team is just wasn't that good. So, um, what do you think that this team trajectory is at this moment? And um, do you think that this team could probably possibly make a push to the playoffs? Yeah, this is the team I was saying when I said two, possibly three teams. I think they're the possible for me. I think it's going to be really ugly, or it's going to be good. Um, I, I'm I'm not completely selling my stock on McVeigh, um, but what I am doing is paying it in close attention. All right. And first chance I get to sell it, I will sell it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, I mean, they yeah. have a, they have like a, I mean, you gotta remember, I, I understand there's a decline, but Stafford did just win a Super Bowl, right, a couple years ago, 2022, and, <laughs> right? And Cooper Cup was just the offensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP. You know, and he was he was on the pace to do it again last year. You know, until yeah. the injury hit him. Um. Aaron Donald didn't have the best year for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't think he has the best year. And I think he's out to prove some stuff. 
their whole defense really has a lot to prove because they're being told they're awful. They got a lot of old guys. Oh, Wagner left. Wagner's gone. Who's Wagner on? He's back with he's back with Seattle. Oh, I, I, I thought they signed. Yeah. Oh no, they did all those. Yeah, no, Allen they did Robinson, last year. Wagner, all those guys that they let go. Robinson's no, the ones that I'm gone. talking about they were let, only gonna yeah big contract. They're they went youth. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're so I mean really it's we don't know what point. to expect. But last yeah. time we didn't know what to expect from the Rams. You know they did really well. Right. McVay's first year, we were, like with golf, we weren't expecting them to do anything in playoff team. Yeah, uh, I, I do think this so, run game is gonna look better than. Last year, I think, I think towards the end of the season, if you watch the games, like I know, I remember the Broncos game, they look really good, and then against the um, was it Seattle? I think one of the last games of the season they had, they looked the the run game was like finally looking good. Um, I think the run game is going to be more utilized this year than it was in previous years, and it's going to be a effective. We're gonna, I, I think we're gonna get back to McVay like looking back at his old roots where he knows that defense mm. isn't that as good, so they're gonna try to you know grind the clock. Do a lot of like short routes where Cooper Cup's gonna get like 150, 160 targets, like for the full season. Obviously, um, I think that this team is. I just, I, I keep on going back and forth. Like, like I'm with you. Like, I, I won't know until like week five, week six about like this team. Like this team during like six, seven, you know, week seven, week six, they could be like three and four, four and three. Uh, I could definitely see that, and them just like losing like five games in a row and then going like four and are they winning? Are winning five games in a row and then going like you know nine and three and then. You know, finish the season with like ten wins or eleven wins. Um, this team is definitely um the wild card group in this team. Like, if a team makes a wild card out of this, out of this, uh, obviously the Niners, I think we we both think they're gonna you know be the one or two seed. Um, but like out of out of like the wild card team, like last like last seven in, I think it's gonna be one of the. I think it's gonna be the Rams. Rams gonna be in that bubble. I think. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think depending on how the other teams do, um, in the NFC. They could be flirting with that last playoff spot. Now I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, yeah, me, me neither. All right, let's get to the last team, and then we can kind of go from there. Uh, what do you think about the Seattle Seahawks? Obviously, Geno Smith had one of the best seasons last year. I think he won comeback. What's the word? Uh, yeah, he comeback won comeback player, player of the year. Yep. And then yeah. Tyreek Rowland winning. Uh, he well, he he made a case for Wicker of the Year, but obviously did not win. It came in second sauce, yeah. to Sauce. Um, I do think that Gwilin should have won it, but you know, with him being a fifth round pick, it's kind of hard for you to win it over a first round pick who had just as a good season as you. Um, JSN, that's going to be the guy that I think is going to shot. I I really wanted this guy in, in, in a lot of fancy leagues. I didn't get him. I only got him in one league, I think, which sucks. But um, Jackson uh, Najib Nigjigba um uh, is going to bring a lot to this team where I think that they needed someone that could get open. Like D. Makeup as good as he is, he's not a guy who can like get open. Tyler Luckett, as good as he is, he's not a guy who can get open consistently other than, you know, then his little deep shallow routes he runs. Um, You know, JSN, he's a guy who he can get open on every route. Like, it doesn't matter what route he's running. He's comparable to, like, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, those type of receivers that came from Ohio State. Um, I'll just give my thoughts first. I think this team is going to be good, but I do think that Geno Smith does kind of land back on earth. Um, Apparently, from what I've seen... like, no, I was saying from what I've seen, he's been working out a lot. He's been, um, he hasn't really taken. He's been uh, his QB trainer says that he's worked harder this season than he has in past years. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so for me, I like, I love their draft. By the way, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like Devon Witherspoon in the with their first pick, I was hoping that. I'm not gonna lie to you, he went to the Raiders. I ain't gonna lie. 
but he didn't. He went to, uh, you know, Seattle, obviously. And, like, that dude is a football player. Like, he's awesome. Like, he can go around smacking people. He can cover people. Mm-hmm. I think him with uh, the other dude, the dude you told me about last year, um, who just said his name, was it Tyreek? What? Tyreek Woolen? Tyreek Woolen, yeah. Yeah. So, with him, I mean, those are, like, two great corners. Oh, man. And then you got, uh, what's you call it? The, the, the big guy who can't play defense. The safety guy who just hits people. Uh, Jamal cover. Adams. I don't know if he's going to. Jamal Adams. I don't know what his he's supposed situation to come back, right? is. Yeah, but I don't know if he's going to be right, available well, like as soon as possible. I, I don't okay, know. Okay, so if he comes back later, that's that's even better because once these rookies and their young guys get to go, I think this can fill in the you know uh, fill in. So I mean, I, I like that would be cool. So they have a cool team like that, and then you look at what they did with the draft on uh, offense too. They got you know you just went over um, Jackson, and then later on. They said, hey, we know we drafted a, a running back early. Let's do it again. They got one of my favorite guys in Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, these guys, like, and then later on, uh, they got a, uh, are they guys who ended up with Kenny? Yeah, Kenny McIntosh. And I'm like, yep. my gosh, this is going to be a fun little young team. Then the question comes, is their quarterback good enough? We know he's not good enough to get the one seed. So, or, you know, so that can, he's not, they're not going to do that. But can mm-hmm. they compete for the seventh seed, you know, uh, playoff uh, late? Playoff, uh, they, well, they, they yeah, were a playoff they team last year. They, I think they missed about one game. I think, uh, the Buccaneers, oh, really? um, I think, um, the, who Seah- got in? the Seahawks made it. The Seahawks made it last year. Did they remember? Yeah, he did. Who did they, they, play? Play? they played the, the Niners, I, they got smacked I, 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 by, by Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, remember, they got, smacked. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think um I think this team is gonna be good. I I, I just it was a close first half and they got blown on the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a, yep, yep, I remember now. Yep, 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 I remember now. And then that, that was for like twenty one points or something like that. Yeah, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh I I don't know. I think this team has a lot has a has a long way to go before they get in that top they're a uh, they're a they're like a they're they're in the same window as like the Rams are. Like I I feel like they're in the same windows like where Depending on their schedule, they could they could finish like nine and nine and eight or like ten and seven or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, for me, I think I'm with the, like if they had a better quarterback, I would put them higher up. But I mean, it's just they don't really right. I mean, I, at this point, I'd rather have Geno Smith than Russell Wilson from what we saw last year. But like, with that being said, I mean, Geno Smith he had some limitations last year like he like he had some he had some great throws i think he had one of the top throws of the season against the saints that's how i throw in the, in the end zone but like there were throws that like were just like oh he threw an interception you know against the rams and you know, yeah they, this is what i saw this is what i found it i found it so like last year right he had he 30 30, 30 touchdowns 11 interceptions on the season right but then in the past in the last three games he did throw three interceptions all right yeah and he kind of struggled going into the playoffs and we know he had an okay playoff game, but wasn't great, right? And like I think that's the more real Geno that yeah, hey, I'll get you one touchdown interception. You know, and depending on how the defense plays, we're either gonna in the run game, we may win, we may lose, and I think that's why they're gonna end up like at or about like over five hundred, just barely or five hundred. Yeah, I got yeah. what is it, seven to ten now? Somewhere yeah. seven to ten wins. Yeah, I, I could. I, I would say their their uh, peak would be nine wins, ten wins. Yeah, I, I, I would say. Yeah, uh, I think. I think this team is good. I, I think the Niners overall. I think we both think they're gonna win a division. Um, I think that these the Niners are just way better than Dude, any other team in this the division. Niners, they're so good. Yeah. If um, they're gonna win the division, no matter who plays at quarterback, 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's get to the um, I guess the elephant in the room with Curry saying that he. So okay, so I, I could okay, so I have this thing where I don't like where guys say that they're the best ever. I, I just don't like it. Um, I, I, I Kobe never did it. Look, uh, MJ never did it. You know, I I just just don't think that players need to. I think you should let your resume speak on itself. Uh, but during and you you may need to watch the podcast for to you know to kind of get an answer from yourself. But during the podcast, uh, Gibber Rennes asked and like towards the end of the podcast, he was like, "Hey, like, do you think you're the best point guard ever?" And then Curry was like, "Yes, of course." He's like, "He's like, is that a serious question?" He's like, "Yeah," and he's all like, "He's like, you say that me are magic." He's like, "Those are the only two guys." And um, just want to hear your thoughts. Obviously, I know you're a Curry fan, but I know you're a basketball fan first. Where do you? Where do you? Where do you? I mean, obviously, where do you put Curry at? Obviously, he's one of the best ever. But where do you put him at in all-time rankings as well as just point guard rankings? I want to hear your thoughts on this. Well, I think we got to start with full disclosure. I am a bandwagon fan, okay? All right? However, the Warriors were the first basketball team I did grow up watching. I was a fan, okay? Uh, I did root for those. Bobby Sura, um, Jason Richardson, um, who else? Danny Fortson. Um, like, those those guys, Eric Dampier, like, uh, I remember when I was excited when Larry Hughes came to the Warriors, um, like Earl Boykins. So, yes, I'm a fan of the, the Warriors, yes. Um, however, with the rise of the Lakers, I did kind of fall out because the Warriors were really bad. Lakers were really good, right? So that bandwagon in me did come out early on. Steph was somebody who brought me back uh, into rooting for, for the Warriors. So there is a bias there, okay? Let's start with that. Next, you said, hey, I don't like people who say they're the GOATs or, the, you know, the best ever. I mean, when you ask him a question like that, he's watching all the stuff that we watch. They said, hey, you need to file as MVP. He went out and got it, you know. So if that's the only thing that was holding him back, separating him from, you know, his, um, I guess, nemesis or rival and LeBron, I mean, he's not obviously better than LeBron ever. We understand that. But if that's the only thing that was stopping him from being compared to that guy. He's got to be the best in his position, right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, to me, um, and I think this is where I think eras are very important. Um, I think that people, I think it's okay to say players are best from like their decades or their era. Like, um, I, I don't personally like comparing seasons. Um, I mean, what Magic did is unprecedented i mean we have never seen it again i mean since he's since he's been in the league right we have never seen anything like it before and with steph curry same same goes with him towards you know it took him a while to get started i think that's where i kind of like push back when players are when people are like oh curry's the best player ever i I, like i kind of push back because it, it did take curry until he was around like 25 26 27 to really get going and um i listen i'm not a I'm not using that to like hate on him, but I think it does go even with the Kobe debate, like like with Kobe and Jordan. Like it took Kobe a little bit to get going before he was able to yeah, kind of get you, started. Can I ask a question there. I can ask a question. Go ahead. I just want to chime in here. Would you say when you're watching basketball, the goal at the end of the day is efficiency? Uh, I would say the goal of the day is to win the game, no matter how you gotta win it, no matter if you're finished, no matter if you're efficient. Oh, so we're just going straight win. I don't. I don't think the game was ever about. Efi- I don't think. Until until like twenty until like until like the Spurs came about, the game was was never really about efficiency. Like it just it was just about 
if he won the game, you won the game. You know, it didn't matter how, by any by any means necessary. I don't think the game. I don't think efficiency really mattered until the the Spurs started winning, and then everyone was like, "Oh, we need to do efficiency." You know, it really matters. Team chemistry, that stuff really matters. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't. I'm not saying it never mattered, but there wasn't that strong emphasis on it as it is in today's games. Like now, the game, now the game is all about efficiency. Where you know threes are worth more than two, so you shoot threes now. And like even though you have wide open layup, you you still shoot a three because it's you get more points out of it. So now the efficiency, and then this is a different topic, but I think the efficiency has like kind of ruined the game because. You don't mm. you don't necessarily have to be efficient to win basketball games. I mean, uh, I mean we saw it. I mean, granted, you know we've seen more players become more efficient. You know, I mean more teams become more efficient with three point with the three point model, right? Where like the Heat this year, they they just just couldn't miss threes, and they were the worst three point shooting teams yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, in the season, but you know, in the playoffs we didn't know that, right? They were winning games and they were efficient at shooting threes, but they shot a lot of them because. That was the only way that they they that they knew how to win games. I don't think that efficiency. I think efficiency. I think this is where like the conversation shifts because like in the eighties, efficiency didn't matter. Like it just didn't. Like they were shooting twos. They were shooting. They were shooting. I mean, they were shooting jumpers. I mean, even Larry Bird, one of the best three point shooters of all time, like he didn't shoot that many threes. Reggie Miller, one of the best three point shooters of all time, he didn't shoot that many threes. It was more about yeah, the game was played totally shot. different. Exactly. Yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. Like if and and and. And that was that was because of how efficiency's changed. And, and, and I guess I said it's the Spurs, but maybe D'Antoni would probably be a better example of, of like who shift that change, you know, with his three point model that he did with the Suns. But um, I mean, back 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 with this Curry and Magic Johnson debate, I think I think Curry. My biggest thing is like I don't like when players say they're the best ever. I I just don't. I I think this this new era of like social media. I'm sorry, new era of like players podcasting. Like they they they're more outspoken about it. But I I just never. I, I think because like I'm like old school a little, a little bit. I guess with with, with like Kobe. Like I, I got that him him his model like ingrained. Like how like you know you let your play do the talk for you. Where like nowadays it seems as if it's okay to call yourself the best. Like, it's okay to glorify yourself. It's okay to speak on yourself because, like, like you even heard Dwayne, I don't know if you've seen it, but Dwayne Wade even said that he's one of the best players of all time. Like, mm. it's just, it's just, it's just kind of tacky to me. Like, like, I, I don't, I, I guess I don't mind it now when, I guess, I guess it's more popular now, so becoming more immune to it. But hearing Curry say that, it was just, I thought Curry was kind of like, I think he was more about, like, pushing the game further. I said it. I, I thought his ego was strong enough for him not even speak on that, but it seems as if he Seriously? needed to. Have you seen yeah, the guy play? No, but like he—he he is exactly. He come on, let's be honest. Team. He, he's, on, he, man. He's, he's, he's never said that he's the best point guard of all time. He's—he's he's never said that before until today, and I think he's the cockiest player I think I've ever seen in the NBA. Co- I don't know. Except I don't Curry, know. I would he's say. Joseph, I would say Michael Jordan turns around. I would come say on, Michael man. Jordan, man. Michael, you don't think Michael Jordan was more cockier than Steph? I mean, this dude Michael not, Jordan was freaking. Not, not, I'm obviously I didn't shorters. watch Michael Jordan, right? I'm I mean, you've 31. seen clips though. Come on, Zach. you've seen clips of him. I've seen clips. Joseph, the man, I, he'll shoot a three and dance, and he'll like skip around. Like that's Steph Curry. He tells Boston to go to sleep. Like, like he's he's come on. He shoots the ball and runs to the other side of the floor. 
like that's I don't know. I feel like, I think that's disrespectful. I mean, I do too. But I, I do too. But still like, a huge fan. But it's in, like, okay, so okay, so what? Where are you at with? I, this? I wouldn't describe him as humble. Uh, okay, maybe that's a, maybe that's a different word. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. So my thing is this: I, I don't think that Curry. I think Curry's one of the best players of all time. I, I have He's probably one of he's he's. I think in my eyes, from players that I've watched and gotten the chance to see live play, he's probably top five player of all time in my books. Like I would put him with. LeBron, I put him with Kobe, I put him with Michael Jordan, um, and I put him with 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 maybe you know in, you know that fifth spot can go to, from anywhere from Shaq to to KD to what you like. It depends on what you like. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, but like those four, those th- those are my Mount Rushmore. Like Steph, <laughs> Kobe, LeBron, and my MJ. Those are my that's my Mount Rushmore. Um, so I guess in in that situation, I guess it just cancels out that that Steph is the best point guard of all time. But I think. Magic, what Magic did for the point guard game was just totally different, and their their games are so different that like, like Magic didn't even shoot that many threes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I've been oh, talking he, a lot. Yeah, he definitely, um, what great passer, right? Well, the best passer in NBA history. I know yeah, people act like he's sure. and They say Steve Nash, but I was like, eh, I don't know about that one, guys. Yeah, uh, Magic was pretty great. If you watch him, well, one, um, so one yeah, of the- one of those. One of the things that Gilbert said, and I think this is a good place for us to kind of keep this conversation going. But one of the things he said was like he doesn't like he was like he he didn't grow up during magic. He didn't grow up during the magic era. Like obviously he was born during that time frame, but he didn't grow up during it. Uh, he said that he said he said that, but now he's like I can see the Steph Curry impact because his kid his kid is playing ba- basketball now, so he sees the Steph Curry impact on a daily basis, and I see it too. Like these kids will pull for threes and they're making these threes like high schoolers like way better shooters than I was in high school and it's just like that's because of Steph Curry so in that case I could see him being one of the he's like up with Kobe like being one of the most influential players of all time like up with Jordan he's in that area see and I can see that and I'm like not mad yeah you're mad no, 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 no! You're not mad anymore. No, no, no. I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad at the fact that he said that he was the best point guard of all time. I don't. I, I just don't mm. like the fact that he did that. Like personally, like I thought he was. I thought he was more about the game than more about you know the the ego driven. I, I just don't think that. Like like LeBron, he LeBron is pushing his ego at all times. Like you know, oh, he's awful. He's like he's, he's awful. Like. Like, like oh he's, man! He's I, I, after that block, I was I was the greatest player of all time. Like he's, he's pushing like, his ego every chance he gets. Like 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 the players just like, makes you nauseous. Like the players doing the bad at the in the locker room, and he's like smiling and crap like he don't hear. You know, like like he's he, he loves that. That fuels his ego. But with Curry, you don't really see that. Like I've never heard him talk. I've never heard him like talk like that. I've, you know, obviously he makes a three. He turns around before it goes in stuff like that. That's just. That's well, just part of I, the game. How much time? Because I have, a, I, I do want to ask you a question to close. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. Let's go. We, we got about five minutes. We got four All minutes right, actually. Four minutes. Okay. So we do know. I mean, and just going back to the Magic versus Steph debate, right? Or conversation, if you will. Magic played for the for pretty much his entire career. Not all of it. Pretty much for his entire career with you know, Kareem. Right? Do we not say? Okay, like that's a huge advantage to have the greatest. Well, I mean. Excuse me, LeBron. Sorry, the second um, uh, most prolific scorer in, in NBA history. Wait, say that one more time. You're, you're, you're talking about Curry, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, Kareem. I'm sorry. Sorry. Wait. Yeah. What are you asking? Yeah. So he did. I mean, Magic did play a majority of his career with Kareem. Okay. 
Steph, we know when he had KD, like KD mm-hmm. is a comparative player here with uh, yeah. Kareem. Yeah. He won titles like every year. Yeah. It was short, you know, uh, but they won back to back and they would have won another one if KD doesn't get hurt. Yeah. And honestly, I think they win if Clay doesn't get hurt. Yeah, if Clay does not get hurt, they they come back you know? and win that game six, and they go back to Toronto. Right? I think they go to. I think they win. I think they win again. So I mean, we I mean, Steph has a strong case for me. You wouldn't say you. What is what say you about that? Uh, I mean, uh, listen, I'm not saying that like he is not. He's comparable. He is. He is. He is tier. Here's. To me, I think Curry, the, the 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 reason why I find a hard time at putting Curry in that point guard box is the playmaking ability. I'm not saying that he can't do it, but his playmaking ability, but he his shot making makes up for that playmaking ability in a way, right? Where like Oh like, definitely like they talked about it. on the court. He doesn't get on the court if he can't shoot, right? Yeah, like 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 I like I remember that that segment where like Evan Turner and Iguodala was talking they're talking about the Curry like and then like the Warriors coming back from like eighteen points like against the Blazers in the series, and it was just like when Curry hits a three, it's like it's like it's worth six points. Like it really is. It's a and huge it's just, momentum. It's, it's something that we've never seen before. Like players have made three before in the past, but like they don't have the same type of impact it does with Curry or Clay Thompson does it. We're talking about Curry now, but I, I don't know. I think that Curry and is that one of the, that doesn't deserve goat like. It may not be the greatest point of all time, but it it sure darn does make it so. Like, especially, I mean, think about where his career came from, yeah, into where he is now. Like you said, it took him a while to get going. Once he got going, he did not let it go. Like people thought. I mean, you remember the segments on ESPN and stuff and FS1. Like, are the Warriors ever gonna win? Are the Warriors ever gonna win again? Yeah, they're they're done. They need to blow this up, and he won another one. Yeah. Well, he, okay, the guys who we all thought was coming up next, Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. So what do you? Like, what do you? you, know? what do you and, not, your... and, and then to not, and then that season, right? Then they knock off the MVP. They knock off Jokic, like yeah. you know, like they they beat who they're they beat some darn good teams, you know. Yeah. So um, this is a quick question though, like, and, and we got a minute left, so we can close out on this. What are your okay, thoughts on this? Like, do you think you can be a, you, you like Curry? He's a he's a he is probably a top five player of all time. Can you be a top five player of all time, but be a position, like be like a second best point guard. And in, in, in your case, like, could, like, could he, like, could that be a possibility? Sure. You got to put magic above, him, right? If you're going to say he's the second best yeah. magic's in that top five too. Then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. 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 I, I don't mind not putting him. not, I, I don't mind putting Curry in the top five and not putting magic in the top five. I, I, I don't like of all time. But I don't so, mind saying that. Right here, audience. He says Steph's better than Magic. I mean, I, I do. I, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not negating that. I'm talking about the point guard <laughs> aspect of the game, though. That's where I'm just like, uh, I, I, I may got a side of Magic though. But all right, Zach, that's enough great time comment. for us. Um, great conversation. Yeah, great conversation. Great way to end it. All right, guys. Well, next next time we'll talk about the NFC, maybe the NFC South or North, one of those two divisions. We'll figure it out, and then you know we'll record it and we'll post it. But um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, and uh, nice to talk to you again, Zach.